it's just, uh, I don't know if we're going to jump in right now, but um, dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you and we just thank you for your word, Father God, your word that is true, that has been tested and it's found to be the truth. And Father God, we thank you that as we apply it in our lives, Father God, that we have victory, we have life everlasting. Father, I thank you that you have prepared our hearts to receive what you have for us today. And we give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I'm going to share a little bit of uh, what I experienced recently. Um, I don't know if you guys are all aware. Um, I had a heart attack. Um, I don't know how this works. But I had a heart attack uh, uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, and, and through that experience, um, you know, God allowed me. I, I, and I think, you know, as we go through life, things happen in our lives. And, and you know, I always believe that uh, in our walk with God that there's, there's times in our lives that, that we come to this crossroad and we have opportunities, okay? And, and a lot of the times it, it depends on our, you know, I'm going to use this word again, it depends on our choices on what the outcome is. And, uh, and so... I think it was on January 7th. Uh, on January 7th, I uh, was experiencing shortness of breath. And uh, yeah, on January 7th, uh, shortness of breath. And it moved on and escalated. But I had some pain right here. And... In my experience, um, that pain meant, meant gas. And normally I'd fight it off. And uh, pound my chest, get that bubble out, and I'll burp, and life's good. And that's what I thought I had. Uh, but I was in the living room. I was up at my other daughter's house, and I was in the living room. And I ended up in the kitchen. And when I was in the kitchen, um, it's not that I had great pain, but I had anxiety. Uh, and I started feeling, feeling jittery. And But in my mind, I was saying it's just gas. But in my spirit, and it's got to be the Holy Spirit that told me that you got to go. You got to go. So th at that moment, I had a choice, and, and uh, all I told Maria was, we got to go. I didn't tell my kids anything. I didn't tell Elisha anything. And we just left the house. We left the, uh, the girls there, and we just left, and we went to the hospital. Um, and... Uh, it's funny things that it, once we got to the hospital is when the pain in my chest escalated right here, right here. And I, and I was like, man, what the, what is going on, man? 
But anyway, um, I didn't know what was happening. Uh, they took a whole bunch of blood and x-rays. And then uh, the doctor came in and said that my heart was pumping out bad enzymes. It was a sign of something wrong. I don't know. He used a word. I, I don't even know. I can't even remember what the word was, what that enzymes was called. Yes. What was it again? Troponin. It was shooting off troponin, with, which allowed them to understand that there is something wrong that's going on in my body. And again, at that moment, when I had some information about what was wrong with my body, I had a choice again. I had a choice again. And at the choice was that Maria and I decided at that moment, as soon as we found out what was going on with my body, to pray. To pray. Because that's the crossroads. When we get to this crossroads, what are we doing? Are we, are we just letting it go? Or are we, we allowing these moments to give to God? See, and in that moment, we chose it to give it to God. And, and one of the things that was said was that, that God, you didn't, make an imperf imp you didn't make my body imperfect. You made my body perfect. All my organs are perfect in you. And, uh, you know, in, in a moment of uncertainty, you know, that's what do we do? You know, but but I tell you what, in the moment of uncertainty, when you go to God, there's some certainty in your life. Because as soon as we prayed, the pain went away in my chest. The pain went away. You see, we're going to come to a place in our lives that, that we got to choose God. It may not look or it may not feel that the right thing to do because here I am in a hospital and the doctors is telling me one thing but I know what the word of God's telling me see I know the the word of God is telling me that I am whole that the stripes that Christ took upon his back is why I am healed before anything else um what happened was uh they ended up this was at the VA hospital you know again thank God that I was in the military <laughs> only because I get free medical. Only because I get free medical. Um, so I was in the, uh, we got there like about 12.30 in the afternoon. And at about 10 o'clock, they ended up uh, transferring me to Scottsdale, Arizona. So I was living high, man. I went to Scottsdale. They took me up there. They took me up there in an ambulance. And. The only reason they did that was that uh, uh, at the VA hospital at the moment, at that weekend, they didn't have a cardiologist specialist on, on staff. And so they sent me up to uh, Scottsdale. Again, you know, I was experiencing something that could have snatched my life away. But, you know, when when... When we're experiencing things in our lives, what, what are we doing? Are we 
looking inwardly or are we looking outwardly? You know, and, and it's even though all of these things that I was going through physically, it allowed me to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Every place that they allowed me to go, at the VA hospital, when Maria and I prayed and, and we had worship music going on, you know, and, and when um, people would ask, I said I had already talked to God. I already thanked God for my healing. We get to, uh, uh, I went to this, this hospital called Honor, Honor Health. Got a pretty cool name, right? Here I am wanting to spread the gospel, and I go to this Honor Health. What an honor to be at this hospital and sharing the gospel. You know, I, I, I had a chance to speak to the people that was drawing blood from me, you know, and ask them if they have a relationship with God, you know. And, and uh, you know, it made me realize is that, and I, and, and, and I believe that there is no coincidence, but I believe that these people that I spoke to, that was the intent of my whole journey, was to talk to people that needed to be talked to. Um, this one lady... Um, you know, they, they brought me all the way to my house from Scottsdale, right to my door, at no charge to me. But the, the last leg of my ride from Eloy to, to my house, I had the opportunity to speak to this young lady that was driving. She has a, a, a three- or four-year-old son. And uh, I got to share the gospel. I asked her about it, and... You know, she, what is interesting is she told me she just started reading the Bible. And, and it, was, it allowed me to, um, you know, kind of expand on, on what uh, or encourage her on what she needs, you know. Uh, and so these times in our lives where we think it's negative, there, there's always positiveness that we can do. We can always share the gospel. And that's not even my message. What I want to talk about is fear. And, and we all know about fear, right? That God didn't give us. So I'm going to read. Um, did I give you the verses? Yeah? Okay. And the first one was, um, I can't even remember. What was the first one? Yeah, Romans, uh, Romans 8. anyways you know in life we we all have good intentions right bunch of good intentions people so in Romans 8:15 it says for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry abba father um and the reason I, I'm talking about fear is uh, and like I said what I was telling you was I was just sharing an adventure 
that I was on uh, because of this heart attack. But, um, you know, a while back, Karina, I think it was the last message she, she shared with us, um, she showed a video. You guys remember that? Anybody that's here? She said a video about how, um, what do you call them, molecules? Atoms? Or E? No. Huh? Yeah, you, you know that video she showed on YouTube about water? Um, bad water can be changed to good water by what we feel, you know? And I read an article about... Um, Stained glass windows. Did you know that there's a purpose for stained glass windows in the churches? In the multicolors. Because they give out vibrations. As the sun shines through it, they give out vibrations that soothes our soul. It's, it's amazing. And, and, and uh, so getting back to my story is that so I got out of the hospital. I was only in there for a day and a half. Um, uh, after the procedure they did, they, they went right here. Technology just blows me away. They went right inside here and got all the way to my artery. Is that what it's called? Artery? Arter arteries? Um, anyway. After, huh? Yeah, artery. Okay. And so after the procedure, they told Maria that my artery was 99% blocked. That's dead man walking. If you don't have Jesus Christ, if you don't have the Holy Spirit living in you, you probably should kiss a goodbye with that. But, so, that's what actually happened. Nothing to do with my heart. It was just my arteries, which, of course, they're all intertwined. But what I want to talk about is words that we use to encourage people. And, and I found out that we want, when we want to encourage people, we should encourage them with words that come out of their smile. You know, um, because sometimes, unintentionally, we say to people something without realizing what we're creating. And, uh, and what I mean by that is that everyone, from the people in the hospital to, to the people that I know, kept telling me to take care. Be careful what you do. Did they mean harm to me? No. They were being caring. And uh, without realizing, without realizing, the thing got into me about taking care of myself, about being careful in what I do. It got so deep inside of me that it paralyzed me.
because I didn't really know what actually happened to my body. So I, I was believing people and I was being fearful. And, and I wasn't purposely being fearful. It just came over me where one day I would do something like go feed my animals and I'd come and, and I'd feel like an invalid. Like I'd get this chills and break down and, and I'd, I would go sleep really early. And I, it was just so unbelievable. I never felt like that in my life. That I was losing control of my body. And uh, it happened twice where I just shut down and I just went into the room. And uh, this is last week. You know, all those well-intended words that people were giving me were actually creating fear in me because it was telling me that you're not the same. You're not the same person anymore. You cannot do what you normally do. That's not what they were saying. But that's what they were creating in me because of what I had experienced. And hopefully I'm making sense here because it made sense to me when God was speaking to me about it. And so I realized, because the word of God says that, um, that we should cast all our cares upon him, for he cares for us. See, so telling somebody to take care would be contrary to what God's word says, right? You know, God's word says that we got to cast our cares upon him. And so I took on this feeling that I was inferior, that I could not do what I did yesterday. And then, um, like I said, this is last week. And then Thursday, I, I had an opportunity to go see a cardiologist. And uh, so I was explaining to him, you know, about my what's been going on with me the past couple of days. And, you know, he, he may be a man, but, you know, he may be a doctor, but God uses those people. And he told me, look, ain't nothing wrong with you. He said, your heart is in great condition. He said that you can go out today and play basketball. He didn't tell me to take care. He told me to live my life. And that was a revelation for me. And everything that I was suffering the days before had nothing to do with my health or my, my mechanisms working. It was perfect. It had to do with fear. That I was, and, and, and like I said, I'm not saying anybody was telling me anything to, to uh, bring fear on me. What was happening was I was I was lacking confidence in my ability to live a normal life again because you you hear about people with heart attacks and all these things that but then you realize then I realized that 
I should be different. Not that I should, I am different. I'm a son of God. Yeah, weapons will form against me, but they will not prosper. You know, and uh, the first week as I, as I came out of this, man, it was like, it was the hardest thing in my life. I am a bullheaded fool. I will take risk. You know, when I ride a quad or a motorcycle, all I know is full throttle. And that's how I live my life. You know, so when this happened to me, it's like, this is mind-blowing, you know. And I allowed, I allowed uh, fear to take hold of me. Unconsciously. It was never purposely. I, I, was not, I wasn't thinking about fear. But I was thinking about, oh, man, I got to take care of myself. Man. I got to be careful what I do. And then here the doctor is telling me that I can go play basketball. And so... Basically, what I'm saying is that let's encourage each other with the word of God. Because that's what brings life. That's what brings victory. You know, he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but can we impart fear? Uh, and, and like I said, the, the people were all good people. People were just trying to encourage me. They were trying to encourage me to be to be. Uh, careful but I didn't need to be I didn't need to be careful I didn't need to watch what I do you know even even my son uh, he visited me on Sunday last Sunday and we went out back and he told me should you be walking around I mean he didn't mean he didn't mean nothing and, and that's called love you know, when we love somebody, we concern with them. So, um, in Second Timothy one seven, it says, "For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but He gave us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind." And, and God reminded me about that. Reminded me that this past week that, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't have a spirit of fear, but I have a spirit of, that is powerful. It's powerful. The spirit, the Holy Spirit that lives in us is powerful, that we can come, overcome anything. We can overcome anything, anything that the, the enemy, sweet dude, that was close, that the enemy tries to throw against us. You know, the, the word of God says that the, uh, ad, our adversary comes as, comes as a roaring lion. He comes as a light. Um, you know, so if he's, if he's coming as something, then he's not really it. You know, because our God is an awesome God. Our God is the one that we should be looking to in every situation. You know. Um, I know I shared this before uh, a bunch of years back. I, I shared it with the doctor, and he said, you, you, you're crazy, man. You need to take care of those kind of things. You know, I shared you guys about when I had a stroke. I was looking in the mirror, and my whole 
right side of my face just crumbled. And uh, I've, I've seen people with strokes. I've seen people that was experiencing a stroke. And, and I didn't go to the doctor. I just spoke to it because I knew what it was. And uh, the doctor said that if I had went to the doctor then, I probably wouldn't have experienced what I did the other day or a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago. But I encourage you all that whatever we go through, whatever we think that is bad that is happening to us, we can always turn it for the glory of God. In that moment in time when, when Jesus was upon that cross, the world or the even the Sadducees and all the religious people of the world saw victory. But little did they know that it was defeat. The moment Jesus was on the cross, that was a sign of defeat for everything that stands against God. And that includes sicknesses. That includes heart attacks. That includes stroke, diabetes, high blood pressure. We got to go to God. Got to go to God. Once you know your problem, just go to God. The word of God says, seek me early. You know, and, and there's a lot of people that, you know, say that you got to read the word early as soon as you get up. And then, but, but I, there's another way to look at that verse, seek me early. If you're going through a problem, you have a choice, right? You can seek God right away, or you can go through it and then seek God. You always have that opportunity. But he said, seek me early. Early what? Early on, on your onset of issues, in your onset of problems, in your onset of bad health. Seek him early. Seek him right away. Because God is faithful. God is faithful. If he wasn't faithful, I wouldn't be standing here. And, you know, he gave me a, 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 a not that I didn't have this, but it, it just gives me a, an opportunity. A, a, it's not even a second chance, just to take things really serious. Now, don't get me wrong, I always take God's word serious. That's my life. I've been, I've been struggling, not really struggling, but I've been doing this since uh, 1998. And uh, I would never do something that I don't believe in and I'm not 100% devoted to. And, and, and I just encourage you guys, if you guys are young, don't wait. saying I'm perfect I'm not saying you can be perfect we all going to screw up but when we screw up admit it to God he says that if you faithfully confess your sin he is faithful to forgive you you know what that tells me when I, when I read that verse and, 
and it says that if I faithfully confess my sins, he is faithful to, that he will faithfully forgive me. He's already told me that I'm going to screw up. Not purposely. But he knows I will never surprise God. And you will never surprise God. But we have a way back to Christ. We have a way back to God. Because the longer we take to ask for forgiveness, the further away we become. And the further away we become, the more guilty we feel, the more unworthy we feel. See, we feel. But God don't look at it that way. You can be a thousand miles away in how you feel because you never asked for forgiveness. But God's standing right next to you. He's standing right next to you, just waiting, just waiting to wrap his arms around you. Just waiting to hear you say, Father, I need you. Father, I need you. I failed. I've sinned against you. But I need you. And that's all it takes. Confession with our mouths. So anyway, that's all. I, I just wanted to share that with you guys. So just make sure. Don't wait tomorrow. The moment you know, seek God. Seek Him early in every day. Thank you.